from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Welcome to the Brand Supremacy Podcast. I'm your host, Mike De Niro. Before we get to the show, I want to thank all our fans and all our supporters. Thank you so much for following on Instagram at Fight for Wednesday Night. Thank you for everyone who subscribes, comments, leaves five-star reviews on this show and on every show on this channel. Without your support, there is no us, so thank you so much. If you want to sponsor, if you want to advertise your company, your brand, your business, on this podcast, hit us up on Instagram, and we'll do business. But we will talk more about that later. Let's get into the Stack Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back, going back to 2002. We are going to April 8th, 2002, WWF Raw. What an episode of Raw it was. Undertaker starts off the show. He says that he's pissed off and that he's no longer the number one contender. He calls it bullshit. Without the beeping, they let it go. He called it bullshit. He said that Ric Flair said that he could wrestle for the title. Then Vince McMahon on SmackDown changes it to Hogan. So Undertaker says that he wants the first shot at the title after Backlash. Ric Flair comes out. He says that he admits to being wrong. Taker wants the first dibs. But then out comes Stone Cold Steve Austin. Steve Austin says, why does Taker get the first dibs? Is Ric Flair scared of him? Everything that Stone Cold says, this is the era of the what chant. So that everything that he says, there's a big what after everything. And Stone Cold plays off to this very, very well. We get a big brawl between Undertaker and Stone Cold. It is announced tonight that there will be two number one contendership matches. Undertaker versus RVD and Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Scott Hall. The winners will face each other at Backlash. And the winner of that match will be the number one contender. The first match of the night, we get a hardcore title match between Bubba Ray Dudley and Booker T. Before the match gets on the air, we get Booker T doing a Spinner Rooney. He says that's what the people came to see, not for a hardcore title match. Bubba Ray Dudley says, play some music. He starts dancing. They have like a little dance-off. Pretty good match up here. It was really, really cool to see these two lock it up in a hardcore match. Throughout the match, Goldust comes out. He interferes in the match. Remember, there's 24-7 rules, so anyone could join any matchup at any time. He gets put through a table. Bubba Ray Dudley retains the hardcore title. We get a promo by Kane. Kane is growing more into his personality here. 
He says that he's a freak, but freaks are cool. Freaks kick ass. Tonight, he's going to kick Xbox's ass. They have a Falls Count Anywhere matchup. That ma- uh, We get a promo from the NWO. Xbox says that he wants them to stay in the back, and he'd rather just deal with Kane on his own. Then we get the matchup. Kane versus Xbox Falls Count Anywhere. We get some action in the ring. This spills out to the back. And as soon as they go backstage, we have Scott Hall with a lead pipe and Kevin Nash with a 2x4, and they attack Kane. They beat the living shit out of Kane. X-Pop gets the victory. One, two, three. He beats Kane. They continue the attack, and X-Pop then removes Kane's masks and takes it as a trophy. Ratchaw fights them off. Kane is stretchered off. Ric Flair goes to confront the NWO. Kevin Nash grabs Flair by the collar and says, what you going to do about it? So, Flair suspends Kevin Nash without pay. Kevin Nash says that he's going to sue Ric Flair. Ric Flair doesn't really care about this threat. He's like, do what you gotta do. After this, we get William Regal versus Spike Dudley. A rematch of their matchup last week. Spike Dudley getting the upset victory. Regal comes out. He pretends like he drops brass knucks. So, as the referee grabs the brass knucks and takes it to the side, he puts another pair of brass knucks in the turnbuckle. Spike Dudley comes out, grabs that pair of brass knucks from the turnbuckle before the referee can see and nails William Regal. One, two, three. Quick victory and new European champion. And the second week in a row, we get a big victory here for a little Spike Dudley. This was awesome to see. Backstage, everyone celebrating Spike Dudley. Tommy Dreamer throws a 7-Eleven Slurpee on him. Big Show throws a 7-Eleven Slurpee on the coach. We have this big celebration. Jacqueline's there. Everyone's celebrating. And then Bubba Ray comes. And Bubba Ray shows respect to Spike Dudley. Now, if you don't know the history here, Bubba Ray and Spike feuded for a long as ECW days. The Dudley boys used to torment Little Spike. Even in uh, when they all came to WWE, they used to torment Little Spike. So for Spike to earn the respect of Bubba Ray, it was a really cool moment to see that, that the two half-brothers are going to be coming together. Really cool to see that. I really enjoyed that. After this, we get the matchup between Rob Van Dam and Undertaker. And I just want to say that this matchup was absolutely phenomenal. I For some reason, they didn't wrestle much. But every time Rob Van Dam and The Undertaker stepped into the ring against each other, I always thought that they had amazing chemistry with each other. And I always thought that they should always follow up on that. I never seen an RVD versus Undertaker match that I did not enjoy. So I always thought that they should have a feud, like a long-term feud, something. I think that it would have been very beneficial for Rob Van Dam as well to show that he could hang and Undertaker to be mixing it up with a style like Van Dam because Undertaker always had phenomenal matches against smaller guys who are very athletic. This match was no different. I really enjoyed this. Eddie Guerrero, he comes out the second week in a row. He attacks Rob Van Dam. He helps Undertaker get the victory here. He hits Van Dam with the belt, the Intercontinental title. Undertaker hits Van Dam with the last ride. Undertaker is now going to Backlash to face whoever wins the Scott Hall Stone Cold Steve Austin matchup. After this, we get Jazz coming out on commentary, and we get a match between Molly Holly and Trish Stratus. If you remember, Molly Holly hit Trish Stratus with the paddle over the head in a vicious, vicious shot. Molly Holly's backstage. She said that she's wholesome. She's an all-American girl. She's not selling her body like Trish and Terry and all these other, I guess, unwholesome females in the WWF at the time. Um, 
Molly Holly and Trish Stratus have a good back and forth matchup. Jazz is on commentary. She's not saying much. She's pissed off. She has a black eye from uh, Trish Stratus. And they fight to the outside. The referee gets distracted. Jazz levels Trish Stratus with the women's title. And Molly Holly picks up the victory. So this was a pretty good matchup. Molly wins thanks to Jazz. Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman come out. Paul Heyman cuts a promo on how it was him who took Stone Cold and groomed him to Stone Cold Steve Austin. It was him who took The Undertaker and groomed him into the dead man. And he's doing that now with the next big thing, Brock Lesnar. He also said it was him who revolutionized WWE by making ECW. Uh, We see a video package of the attacks that Brock Lesnar has done on the WWF roster. And this is where he owns the term, this is the next big thing. And if you remember, at this time when Brock Lesnar first came out, the next big thing was a pretty... That was his catchphrase. That was his big uh, nickname, I guess, it was before he was the Beast. This was, you know, funny because this was a stereotypical Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar promo that we would see nowadays. And it was cool to see the same thing back in 2002. Now, I don't know... Well, I don't know if it's cool or if it shows that WWE is still going to the well with these... Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar promos, but really cool to see. I enjoyed this. The Hardy Boys come out. They beat the crap out of Brock Lesnar with a chair. They level him twice. Brock Lesnar never loses his balance. He never gets off his feet, but we're going to continue the Brock Lesnar, Hardy Boys feud because he attacked the Hardy Boys viciously twice now. We get a nice matchup between Mr. Perfect and the Big Show. Mr. Perfect actually hit the perfect plex on the Big Show in this match. This was phenomenal. I love, like, I've always been a Mr. Perfect mark. I always love seeing Mr. Perfect, even though at this time he was playing more of the jobber and enhancement role for the WWF. I loved seeing him here on this show. It was a quick victory for Big Show, but really awesome moment to see Mr. Perfect hit the perfect plex on the Big Show. The main event of the night, we get Scott Hall and Stone Cold Steve Austin. This was a really good matchup. I enjoyed this matchup better than their WrestleMania 18 matchup, which I did not thoroughly enjoy. This was pretty cool. Hall looked like he was had more of a his wits with him, more of the old Scott Hall. If you listen to the Fight for Monday Night podcast, more of the Razor Ramon Scott Hall. That that was sounding horrible. Hey Chico, Razor Ramon Scott Hall. That's better. Pretty good matchup. Undertaker comes out. Bradshaw fights him off. A lot of interference from X Pac. Doesn't matter though. Ric Flair fights off X Pac. Stone Cold stuns X Pac. Stone Cold stuns Scott Hall, gets the victory, and just for the hell of it, Stone Cold stuns Ric Flair. Which will not bode well with Ric Flair because this is the second week in a row that he's getting stunned for no apparent reason after having Stone Cold's back. So, Raw goes off the air with Stone Cold Steve Austin celebrating. We now are going to be getting at Backlash, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Undertaker, and the winner of that match will be the number one contender for the Undisputed title at the next pay-per-view after Backlash. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington for challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being 
I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Really good draw. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. Good action. Great match between Undertaker and Rob Van Dam. Really good matchup between Stone Cold and Scott Hall. I enjoyed the Kane segment. I enjoyed all the backstage promos and segments on this show. And the interactions between Undertaker and Ric Flair. Undertaker and Stone Cold and Stone Cold and Ric Flair. So a really good show. I enjoyed this. This episode of the Brand Supremacy Podcast is brought to you by... New York's best underground rap group, the Lords of Gotham. Make sure you follow them at Lords underscore of underscore Gotham at Instagram. They are tearing the underground scene up right now. They are MHQ artists signed to California underground record label Slapbox Music. Make sure you check out the Lords of Gotham. If you're down with hip hop, you're going to love the Lords of Gotham. If you have a business or a company that you want to promote on this podcast and every other podcast on this channel, make sure you do so by hitting us up at Fight for Wednesday Night on Instagram. Let's do business. Hit us up and let's get your company name out there. Let's promote. We are a growing business trying to help growing businesses. So hit us up on Fight for Wednesday Night. Also, big announcement coming from the Fight for Wednesday Night podcast two days ago. It was announced that starting next Thursday, Making an Impact, a new podcast coming to the Fight for Wednesday Night channel discussing Impact Wrestling, TNA Impact. We will be discussing the TNA timeline from their start on Impact from 2004 all the way to the present time period. And there is so much history to discuss there. We're going to be going back in time. We now discuss WCW versus WWF. We discuss the fight for Wednesday night between NXT and AEW. We discuss Monday Night Raw versus SmackDown in the in the Ruthless Aggression era. And now we're discussing TNA from 2004 all the way up to the present day. Gosh, this channel, we will be discussing all points of professional wrestling. And that's what we love about it. So we want to continue to bring new shows new podcasts, new content to you guys that we feel that you guys will thoroughly enjoy while we go down the timeline and discuss some of the greatest moments of professional wrestling from all aspects and all companies. Once again, thank you so much for all your support. Without you guys, there is no us. So thank you for all the support. For more information on everything I just discussed, follow us at Fight for Wednesday night on Instagram. That is Fight for Wednesday night. For all the information on the new shows, 
on where you can hear these shows and all the content coming your way. Thank you very much. Now, let's go to April 11th, 2002, and let's discuss Thursday Night SmackDown. Kurt Angle comes out. He says that Vince McMahon made the wrong decision by making Hulk Hogan the number one contender. He wants that title shot. He says that he doesn't know when he's going to get a title shot now that Ric Flair announced that it's going to be either Austin or Stone Cold getting the next title shot after Backlash. It's going to be a long time before your Olympic gold medalist gets a title shot. Edge comes out. This is a classic segment here where he challenges Kurt Angle to a match at Backlash and he tells the fans after every single time Kurt Angle talks, chant, you suck and not what? Because Stone Cold's not here anymore. He's on Raw. So why are we doing Stone Cold's what chant? Chant, you suck. And then the music plays for Kurt Angle and the whole crowd chants, you suck. This was a classic segment here. Tonight we're going to get Chris Jericho versus Edge. Jericho and Angle are backstage. Kurt Angle says that he can't stand long-haired, blonde Canadians. Chris Jericho was like, bro, I'm right here. But he meant Edge. He likes Chris Jericho. They decide that they're going to make a pack with each other. And no matter what, they're going to have each other's back. The first matchup of the night, we get to Jerry versus... Well, first of all, to Jerry comes out with Tori Wilson, who's in a geisha or geisha outfit. He goes against Hurricane. To Jerry gets the win. He starts berating Tori Wilson like he did last week in Japanese. And Billy Kidman comes out and makes the save. So we're still building up this fight that they're going to be having at Backlash. It's going to be Ty Jerry versus Billy Kidman for the Cruiserweight title match. Stacey Keebler, we're seeing her backstage. She goes into Vince McMahon's office. She's waiting for Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is not there at the moment. Albert versus Scotty Tuhati. If we remember last week, Albert turned his back on Scotty Tuhati. He attacked him after their loss to Billy and Chuck. Albert makes quick work of Scotty Tuhati here. He beats him. He continues the attack, and Rikishi makes a save. Rikishi and Scotty Tuhati were a tag team too cool. Now they're going to be reuniting here and Rikishi saves his old buddy Scotty Tuati. Hulk Hogan cuts a promo. He says that he's honored. He can't wait to face Triple H for the title at Backlash. Chris Jericho interrupts Hulk Hogan here. He kind of tries to punk Hulk Hogan out. This leads to Jericho's matchup with Edge. They have a really good matchup here. Edge and Jericho tore the house down, but Kurt Angle cost Edge his matchup here and Chris Jericho gets the victory thanks to Kurt Angle. They continue to brawl. They jump Edge. They're fighting backstage. Kurt Angle and Jericho are destroying Edge and Hulk Hogan makes the save. He helps Edge. He saves him. He fights off Jericho. He fights off Kurt Angle. Really good segment here. Here we get another classic segment on this night where Vince McMahon is holding public auditions to hire his new personal assistant. He gets a couple... Audition, I guess a couple people auditioning for the role, knowing that he likes. And then Stacey Keebler comes out here. She does a sexy strip tease for Vince McMahon on a desk. This is the classic GIF uh, moment where Vince McMahon is making the, those funny faces and expressions that are just, you know, those classic facial expressions that only Vince McMahon can make. Of course, Stacey Keebler, she wins the role. She's now hired as Vince McMahon's personal assistant. Backstage, Vince McMahon is in his office. Devon comes in. He said that he found himself. He found the big man upstairs. And this is the start of the Reverend Devon character. He says that in order to testify, he needs a beneficiary. And he asks Vince McMahon to be his beneficiary. Vince McMahon agrees. We get Mark Henry with a feat of strength. 
promo where he's holding a limo in place and the Ross is taking bets whether he could do it or not, where he's standing against the wall, puts his leg up, and he's holding a limo that is being driven by Tess. Tess got his foot on the gas. He's holding the limo back. It's You have to see this to believe it. Really cool segment. I love uh, I love Farouk here, or Ron Simmons here, in his role of like taking bets and shit. That was funny as fuck. We get Hulk Hogan and Triple H backstage. Hulk Hogan says that, hey, I don't know if you know that Chris Jericho and Kurt Angle, they made a pack, and no matter what happens tonight in your matchup with Kurt Angle, I got your back. Triple H says, mind your business. I don't need you to have my back. This ain't going to be like you and The Rock. This is not going to be a battle of egos. I'm going to fight you at Backlash. It's going to be a war, and I don't need your back. Worry about yourself. I'll worry about myself. This leads to Kurt Angle's matchup with Triple H. Really good matchup here. These two always had great chemistry. I always love seeing these two in the ring. Kurt Angle's a wrestling machine. Triple H at this time was a freaking awesome machine on himself. Chris Jericho comes out. He fights Triple... Well, he helps Kurt Angle. They jump Triple H. And Hulk Hogan makes the save. Triple H is not happy with Hogan. He says that... I don't know if you understand what I was saying when I said that... I don't need your help. And at Backlash, I'm going to kick your ass... Kurt Angle then gets behind Triple H and pushes him into Hogan. Hogan thinks that it was Triple H just pushing him. Hogan hulks up. He takes out Triple H with the big boot. Drops the big leg drop on him. Chris Jericho comes back out. And Kurt Angle and Chris Jericho jump Hogan and Triple H. It was the hot angle to end the show with Triple H and Hulk Hogan laid out in the hands of Chris Jericho and Kurt Angle. This was a really good SmackDown. few classic segments on this SmackDown. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm giving it a 4 out of 5. Tied with Raw. This week, I really can't say who won this week because I thoroughly enjoyed both episodes of Raw and SmackDown. So, I don't know. I'm going to give this episode a tie. Everybody wins. And I'm not one to hand out participation trophies, but everybody wins this week. Make sure you tune in on Monday for a new episode of the Fight for Monday Night podcast where we're going to be talking about two episodes of Nitro versus two episodes of WWF Raw. Make sure you tune in on Wednesday for the Fight for Wednesday Night podcast where we will be discussing AEW versus NXT. Make sure you tune in on Thursday for the debut edition of Making an Impact where we're going to discuss the first three episodes of TNA Impact. And make sure you turn in next Friday for yet another edition of Brand Supremacy discussing Raw versus SmackDown in this era. Thank you so much for all the support. Thank you so much for following us. Thank you so much for subscribing to us. And thank you so much for all you guys do to keep this show going. Thank you. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.